0: The Financial Sense Lifetime Planning Program. Now, here's the Financial Sense News Team. Welcome, everyone, to Lifetime Planning. Joining me on the program today is Crystal Cobert from Financial Sense Wealth Management. And what we're going to talk to you about today is the SECURE Act 2.0. It was passed in December now, many of you may not have been aware of it. Obviously, during December, where we're Christmas shopping, we're in the holiday spirit, but this will impact you this year, and that's what we're going to talk about. So, Crystal, let's begin with Secure Act 2.0. Prior to the passage in December, there was Secure Act 1.0, which raised the minimum distribution rate. At one time, it was 70 and a half. That was a little bit confusing. They raised it to 72. So let's talk about what Secure Act 2.0 did and where the ages are for requiring minimum distributions. Let's begin with that.
1: Yes, of course. So like you said, Secure Act was passed at the end of December back in 2019. And same with Secure Act 2.0. This time they passed it right at the end of December, December 29th, 2022, last possible second. So just to kind of go over how they originally changed the RMD from 70 and a half to 72. Now they pushed it back even further. So, as of this now 2.0 that just passed, required RMDs have now been pushed back to age 73 instead of 72 if you were born between the years of 1951 to 1959. And then another, just to make it a little bit more complicated, if you were born. 1960 or later,
0: now the age is 75. So they keep pushing this back. I I think this reflects that Americans are living longer and longer with medical technology. But they also did some favorable things because it got a little confusing. Sometimes people have multiple IRAs and they forget to take a distribution from one. And there was a penalty. So let's say you were required to take $10,000 out in your distribution, and you only took five, there was a big penalty. Let's talk about what they did with that.
1: Yeah, so originally the penalty was at 50%, which if you think about it, when you miss an RMD and you have to pay taxes on it, another 50% penalty on top of that is just quite harsh. Um, So now the penalty has now been decreased to about 25% if you forget to take the RMD, and if you actually correct it within their corrective window, it can actually be pushed down to 10% instead of that full 50% that we're used to.
0: Crystal, what is that protective window? Is it like one month, two months, or by the filing of uh, your tax return, did they specify that?
1: Yes, so the corrective window is stated as when the notice of deficiency is mailed to the taxpayer, Or when the tax is assessed by the IRS, or lastly, the last day, of the second tax year after the tax is imposed. So as long as you rectify before any of those take place, then it'll potentially be decreased to about 10% instead of that 25% that they now just put in place.
0: The other exciting thing, and this I think is a real big help to those planning for retirement, especially if you have a large 401k program or you suspect you're going to be in a high tax bracket, let's talk about employers being able to deposit matching non-elective contributions to a Roth account. This is really exciting. And I I know you have a lot of expertise on Roth. So let's explain the meaning of this and the possibilities for future tax planning.
1: Yes. So it's really nice because before this took place, anytime an employer were to add to a 401k, it was always pre-tax. So now you actually have the election to make it once, obviously, employers write it into their 401ks and things have been changed. Now it can actually be designated as a Roth contribution instead. The only implication to that is obviously because it is Roth, that contribution from the employer will be added to the employee's income. But other than that, if you're trying to build your Roth 401k faster, this is a great addition through Secure 2.0 to just build that Roth 401k instead of having, you know, the pre-tax assets on the side with your Roth 401k that you contribute
0: to. You know, the nice thing about this is there are limitations on Roth contributions based on your income. So if if you are in a higher tax bracket earning higher income, you're not able to take out a Roth. This is a nice way to have a Roth where the employer makes the contribution for you, but it gives you a chance to have a Roth where before you were unable to, unless you had something like a backdoor Roth, something we will get in later on in another program. So the downside to this, and let's just give an example. Let's say that you're putting in $1,000 a month, $12,000 a year into your 401k program, the employer is going to match up to 6% of your income with matching contributions. So instead of putting in, let's say, $5,000 in your regular 401k matching contributions, they put in 5000 into a Roth. The only downside is you're going to have to pay some taxes.
1: Exactly. But at least it is building up that Roth a little bit faster so you can build that tax-free bucket here on forward, even with the employer contributions.
0: Now, let's talk about the new rules for accessing retirement funds, because there's a 10% penalty if you take out funds out of your IRA 401k before age 59 and a half. Once again, there's that half year age problem that we had, just like we used to have at 70 and a half on RMDs. So let's go over that and what it means and what are the rules that have been relaxed that enables it easier to access those funds.
1: Yeah, so... Through the 2.0 Act passing, they actually came out with a, a lot of new, I guess, ways to access the retirement account before 59 and a half without that 10% penalty, but it's segmented throughout the next couple of years to actually be able to imply it. So one of the first things is the qualified disaster recovery distributions. So that is actually very helpful because they have been implementing that. And instead of it you know, having to be declared as a disaster right away, once it's officially declared, you can actually take this distribution. And just to qualify, obviously, it does have to, your principal residence has to be in the federally declared disaster area, and then you have to take it within 180 days. But what's nice is, so you have up to 22,000, they used to do around 100,000, if you're familiar with when, you know, those COVID distributions were allowed to be um, taken, uh, so those were allowed to be at 100000 These now are set at 22000 The nice thing about this distribution, though, is you take it over three years. So it's segmented with your income over three years. And then you can actually pay it back. So if you, over time, want to pay it back, then it'll be credited through your tax return since you already paid income taxes on that. Another couple things that they added is individuals with terminal illness can now access their 401ks or retirement plans prior to 59 and a half without that 10% penalty. Um, There's been relaxation of certain 72T rules. And then they actually expanded access to plan loans for those same participants in the disaster areas where you can actually take a loan of up to 100,000 through your 401k, which is quite nice.
0: All right, let's move on because there's some additional rules, and I want to begin with required minimum distributions for Roth accounts, even though you don't have to pay tax on it. But let's say you uh, up until this 2.0, if you had a Roth and you were required to take distributions at age 72, you were required to take them from a Roth, even though you wouldn't pay any tax. So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, this is a very interesting rule that just transpired because they used to have it where if you have it in a Roth IRA, you don't have to take a required minimum distribution. However, if you had the Roth 401k, you were still required to take your RMD for the year. So it was almost a no brainer where individuals would actually roll over their Roth 401k into a Roth IRA so they didn't have to take that, that RMD. So now you can actually keep it within a employer Roth 401k and not have to roll it over into a Roth IRA if you didn't want to. So that's that's quite nice, that now the rules are aligned.
0: Now, this one is kind of exciting because if an employee makes over $145,000 a year, there's a catch-up provision for 401k plans that begins at age 50. And I think, what is the uh, catch-up provision? And what is it like 6,500 or 7,000 for 2023?
1: For the catch-up provision for 2023, the catch-up provision, you can actually contribute up to 7,500 into your Roth 401k. Starting in 2024, though, if an employee makes over $145,000, they are actually requiring those um, contributions to the 401k plan to be contributed as Roth contributions, which can hurt higher income individuals just because instead of being able to make that, that pre-tax contribution, it is now only Roth contributions starting in 2024.
0: And what about surviving spouses that inherit a retirement plan? What changed there?
1: Yeah, so this is interesting. So now if your spouse passes away and you're the surviving spouse, if you wanted to take on or if you inherit the 401k, you can actually elect to be the deceased spouse so the participant in the 401k. Um, which previously you couldn't do. And this is more for if the surviving spouse was older and they wanted to take the RMD of the deceased spouse age, they can actually delay that taking that RMD a little bit later. So that way they don't have to take it as soon.
0: And they also made, uh, once again, going back to this 10% penalty for early withdrawal prior to age 59 and a half. They also added a few other provisions. Let's discuss those.
1: Yeah, so like I said, it's a couple different um, line items per year. So starting in 2024, they'll also allow for you to access the funds if you're, you know, before 59 and a half without that 10% penalty, if you were a victim of domestic abuse, or if there's actually going to be a creation of a new emergency withdrawal, um, where you can actually take up to $1,000 per calendar year, if need be. So it's a nice place to tap into, you know, if you don't have access money on the side, um, this is one way you can actually tap into uh, something and just get a little bit of extra funds needed without having to worry about the 10% penalty.
0: All right. So if you take it out for emergency purposes, let's talk about the $1,000. You have an emergency, you take the $1,000 out, you have to pay taxes on that or do you have to pay it back?
1: Yeah, so it's interesting because you do actually have to pay it back to take out the next $1,000 if you needed it right away. But there are certain rules where if you need to take out the $1,000, you can actually wait a couple years and then you're able to take out that $1,000 again without having to repay it.
0: Now, this is sort of an exciting one. Another provision, let's talk about the emergency savings account. What's that all about?
1: Yeah. So this is also another great way, just in case, you know, for young, more for younger individuals who are starting out saving, this is a great way for them to start saving and have that build that emergency savings account. It's actually going to be linked to the 401k within employer plans. And you can actually contribute up to $2,500 to this employer emergency savings account. Once it hits 2,500, then it'll start being contributed into your normal 401k. But of course, there are requirements to be able to contribute to this account. So you have to make under $145,000. You can't be considered a highly compensated individual. But it's a nice way for somebody that's trying to start their 401k and make contributions. Any contribution that's put towards this emergency savings account is considered to be where the employer can actually match it. So if they put a certain amount towards it then and there's an employer match, they still will be able to take that employer match as well. So it's a good place to be able to build an emergency savings account when you're trying to prioritize retirement savings as
0: well. And what about the provision towards student loans or student debt?
1: Yes. So this is a big one as well too, starting in 2024. So same kind of situation. If Individuals need to pay off their student debt. It'll actually count any monies that they put towards the student debt will count as if they were, you know, deferring their income and employers will be able to still match or put in a match based off of their student debt that they've been trying to pay off.
0: And then finally, there are some future changes that go into effect into the later years. Uh, For example, the one 2025, when the age for required minimum distributions will be age 75. What are some of the other future changes that are going to go into effect here? Yeah,
1: so they will actually be increasing the catch up provision. So if you needed between ages 60 and 63, so at age 60, 61, 62, 63, they can actually contribute a catch up contribution of 10,000, or this is where it gets a little bit complicated 150% of the regular catch up contribution in 2024. So if you think of the regular catch up contribution in 2023, That's $7,500 for this year that they can actually make a catch-up contribution for. So whatever it increases to in 2024, it'll be 150 times that. And that's what they'll be able to actually contribute to their plan. But also make note, because in 2024, they're changing the way that you actually can contribute to a 401k If you make over that $145,000 a year, it will have to be in Roth
0: contributions. So I know we do a lot of Roth conversions. And uh, what do you think is going to impact Roth conversions if, I would say, maybe less need for them if you're able at an early age to contribute to a Roth?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do think, yes, this might hurt some individuals contributing, you know, being made to contribute to the Roth 401k if they're going to add these catch up but also if if they were to take instead of making that catch up contribution and they put it into a taxable account or put it outside of their 401k they would have to pay the taxes anyway so this is a nice way to put it into the Roth 401k let it build the catch up contribution let it build over time and then you're building up a tax free bucket which will be nice come retirement when you you know move it all over and then you can start to do some Roth conversions later on to decrease some of that IRA assets that have been building up for so long.
0: Okay. I, w- I want to go back to that age 60 to 63, where uh, you have this 150% catch-up provision, and then you're also making over 145000 So that means all of that goes into a Roth?
1: Yeah. So that full $10,000 that you contribute... Um, if you're making a catch-up contribution, would be going straight to Roth. And actually, one of the interesting things about this is, even if you think about that 150% of the regular catch-up contribution, if you take it in 2023 terms, it's already at 7,500, which would actually put you a little over, if you take 150% of that, it's actually a little over 11,000. So you can actually put up to 11,000 instead of that $10,000 figure into a Roth.
0: All right. Well, listen, Crystal, if our listeners would like to contact you regarding Roth conversions or Roth IRAs or all the new laws, how could they do so, please?
1: Yes. So if you would like to contact me, you can reach me at my direct number of 858-217-8147, or they can email me at crystal.colbert at financialsense.com.
0: All right, that concludes today's program. There are more provisions in the SECURE Act, which we're going to be covering in the weeks ahead, so stay tuned on Mondays because there's much more to cover in this law. I mean, this was a very sweeping change to retirement. I think the government's taking a look at Social Security and other measures and taking a look at the well-being of Americans, and these laws are designed to encourage you to save for your retirement. Thanks for listening. financial losses that result from investing in any companies mentioned in financial sense or arising out of the use of any material on the news hour please be advised that you invest at your own risk